Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And I found myself through many of the dates just really wishing I had stayed home with my cats because that would have been so much more of an exciting evening. Well, that's the other thing we so. want to talk to you about is just nights, evenings with your cats. Well, I was going to say, oh, or find, finding a guy that's yeah. down to just make that his life too, because mm-hmm. that's what we do, is oh, just, just chill with the cats at night. Yeah. Hey, yo, what's up? Shit They Don't Tell You is a Castbox original <laughs> produced in partnership with Studio 71. Do you know Dude, that? Again. What's funny about this? Sorry, you don't happen to think it's very it's I very know. great that Studio 71 is a partnership. Okay. You think it's a joke. You think no, it's a big I joke. I think it is. Yes, I I don't think it's a joke. No, I'm serious. Castbox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android. It's We're, not a joke. Oh, yeah? Well, let me tell you something that's real funny then. That's where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You think that's funny too? You think okay, it's a big no, joke? that's not a joke. Again, that's not a joke. You can actually find all your favorite podcasts. You can also listen to shit they don't tell you wherever you get your podcasts. But we really hope you give Castbox a shot because we think it's the best. No, we don't know. We don't know it's the best, but we do think it's the best. Is that a joke? No. That okay. Good. <laughs> Why didn't anyone tell me? Hello, welcome to the show. Whether they don't tell, welcome to the show that they don't tell you podcast. My name is Steve Green, and I'm here joined here by my lovely wife Nikki Limo. Yes, thank you. And today we have a very special guest. She is not just a YouTuber, but she is also a multifaceted person with many different angles to her personality, and not just one. Please welcome Jacqueline Glenn, everybody. That was the best introduction ever. You're very welcome. Thank you. And we think that it's important to talk about you as a three dimensional person. Yes, because cool. on your YouTube channel, you talk a lot about religion and anti-religion and um, and like, well, I mean, but other things too, like freedom of speech and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Uh, but we thought we would pick your brain about something that maybe you don't talk as much about, yes. which is dating. Because you've had 
some experiences there. That's a really nice way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have experienced some things. Probably some so. things that you wish someone would have told you about. That would have been great. Probably Actually, some things yeah. that you can't wait to talk about. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's dredge it all up. Yeah. Um, I just feel like we've talked about relationships before, but we always talk about long-term relationships, uh, marriage, after marriage, babies, like all the serious stuff, but not really too much about casual dating yet or or, just or dating like in dating general. in general or the like the step before getting super duper serious. Mm -hmm. And so uh, there's a lot of people in that boat that listen and would like to know more about it. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Go I mean, on. I mean, it's just so like I got really bored with it for a while, you know, yeah. because like it's always and people always say this and I hate cliches, but it's always like when you stop looking is when you find someone. But so true. I got to 30 years old and I'm like, I should probably look, you know, like I'm <laughs> going like, to my eggs are going to dry up and I'm going to die. Mm -hmm. So I should probably at least give That's it a how it shot. Happens. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I downloaded Tinder and Bumble and that was a nightmare. And yeah. I went on so many really bad dates Ooh. and uh, it was it was really bad. And I, I found myself through many of the dates just really wishing I had stayed home with my cats because that would have been so much more of an exciting evening. I wouldn't have had to pretend to be interested in like mundane conversation. And uh, I wouldn't be uncomfortable. And it's yeah. always like that awkward, like, okay, I want to go home now and like talk to you later, probably not kind of thing. Well, that's the other thing we so. want to talk to you about is just nights, evenings with your cats. Well, I was going to say, oh, or find, finding a guy that's yeah. down to just make that his life too, because mm -hmm. that's what we do is oh, just, absolutely. just chill with the cats at night. Yeah. You just have to find someone that's like, all right, yeah, I, I agree. That is more interesting than conversations with yeah, me. Yeah, so you want to make, you want to watch <laughs> the, making, the Making Murder tonight? We're yeah, going to do we're, it. We're on Making Murderer, Making the Murderers. Making the Murderers. <laughs> Season the murders. Season it's two. Pretty. It's still just as good, dude. Everyone's not a hater. Sponsored. No, not spawn. But we but, heard it was <laughs> shit, and it's really good. Everyone's still. telling me it's ass. Everyone's saying they just retread all this shit. Yeah, they blow themselves for the first fifteen minutes of the show because they're like, dude, season one was so killer. It did such gangbusters. Was so successful. But then it gets interesting again. Nah. They, okay, I disagree. But we could get to a different to the topic. I think that well, the okay. first uh, the first episode was set up because it's like it's like they needed to show that they were like this big like thing that happened that exploded and influenced a bunch of people over yeah, the nation yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, that there was like riots and petitions and all kinds of stuff and like why and then there was a bunch of naysayers and like then they go into covering all the things that the naysayers have to say why do we I gotta have Jacqueline here we can't, we can't just talk about making a murder I know well, Jacqueline wait, that, for a second yeah. <laughs> okay goodbye oh, wait, is that the show where the guy uh, they're trying to decide whether or not he was guilty. Yes. yes. Okay. Well, do you think he's guilty? He. We don't know yet. Don't but know. like, okay. We... So the first one, because recap for Maker Murderer people. Um. So the first one, it's this guy that got locked up for 18 years for a rape that he didn't commit, and like later they found the actual rapist after DNA testing became a thing, and they're like, oh shit, he really didn't do it, and the whole time he was like, I'm innocent, I'm innocent, I'm innocent. Nobody would believe him mm -hmm. because he's like a bad kid or whatever. And then he got out. He's fucking sea walking out. They're out. like, hell yeah, I told. I told you guys I didn't do this shit. He's I told like, I you lost guys. 18 years of my life, but at least I can start over now. And then and he got a million, couple million bucks. And well, then he was, like was my bad well, feet. he was owed that. Yeah. And then right before he got paid for it, he gets charged for murder. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And then so the whole thing is about like, mm. yeah, like uh, uh, whether he actually yeah. did it or not. And I kind of think he did it. I did too. And we then did too. Season yeah. two started, and I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah. Now I don't think he did it they again. Because no. a lot of the because we all we all watched it right, and then we all googled it, and we're like, mm -hmm. oh, he probably did it, right? Yeah. I'm like, oh, he probably did it, but then the way the cops like 
got him was like kind of shady. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh man. Well, I haven't seen I season two. I guess I you gotta watch that now season two. Now I know two. what I'm doing later with my yeah. cats. Yes. Hell yeah! There yeah. you go. Yeah. So Shut up. cancel that date. Dates. <laughs> which what what would happen instead of the cat nights? You would go out on a date. And what's like a typical date for you? Let's grab a drink somewhere, kind of thing. Okay. So be like a <laughs> The enthusiasm is yeah, I know it's really yeah. palpable. Yeah. So is that you asking a guy? You're like, let's no. dra- grab a drink somewhere for <laughs> Christ's sakes. Fine. No, uh, I guess there would be. I was really picky, so I like I didn't swipe right on a lot of people, and then finally the ones that I did, like it'd have to be a pretty decent conversation first, and then they'd be like, we should meet up, and I'll be like, okay. And then I would say fine. I see. Yeah. And is this the only source that you are finding these potential daters is online? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, in my past, I've I've met guys in person, just like at what? conventions. I know, oh, weird, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like the number one question I get asked about dating is like, where do I find somebody? Well, the thing is, where I work from find? home. Like, I make YouTube yeah. videos out of my living room. I don't need to go anywhere. The only time I, you know, interact with people is, like, if I'm going out with friends. But then I'm, I don't know, I'm not very good at, like, meeting someone at a bar and just wanting to talk to them. Like, right. I normally have a very, like, standoffish, don't talk to me kind of vibe, mm-hmm. which is on purpose, um, mm-hmm. which doesn't help when you're trying to date. But, uh, yeah, I guess it would just be, like, whenever I would have to get to know someone by, like, working with them or making a video with them or mutual friends or something like that, then I would, you know, have a conversation. Be like, okay, maybe I like them. But, yeah, it's just hard for that to happen. You're a hang person. you got to hang a bunch to know. Yeah. Yeah, So on these online services, because I didn't really get to use them. Um, I used used OkCupid once when I was single, but that was only one time. They didn't have Tinder yet. Um, That's good. So, Tinder's awful. Okay. Is it bad? Yeah, it's so bad. You don't like it? Rank, what, what are your favorite? What's your favorite one? Rank the... Um, Bumble was better. That's what I heard. Yeah. I, there was like higher quality people, I thought, on Bumble. And Tinder the girls was, asked the guys on that one, yeah? Yeah. Well, girls have to initiate the conversation. Okay. Which is kind of cool. That's sick. It's like a hated Sadie Hawkins dance. Yeah. Yeah, only in an app. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tinder just, it has a really negative stereotype. And because of that, people kind of go into it like, I'm going to find someone to hook up with tonight. And that's what oh. they not It's like everyone, the grinder of straight people. Yeah, not <laughs> everyone does that. But yeah. I've had enough people just be immediately perverted that I just didn't want to use it. Well, they should have a section of Tinder that's like get the get some ass division or something. You should create that app. I'm going to. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to. It's called ass, ass, ass. Yeah. That, oh, that's a really good <laughs> yeah. name. Ass now. I mean, ass I today. Could, I could have sat here all day and I couldn't have come up with that. Asstoday.com. That's really good. Wow. <laughs> Please no, one get, please no one get that domain yet. Because that's like the it. Craigslist thing where it's like Craigslist want to fuck tonight thing. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Well, I mean, I feel like Nate that, knows. that's more like a... <laughs> yeah, but that, that's gone now. Oh. Yeah, because probably too many people got murdered. Oh, like, true. I, I would feel like if I saw something like that, I'd be like, oh, this is a murderer. Mm-hmm. It was getting exploited a lot, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, my buddy met his wife there. Did he really? What? On Craigslist Casuals? Casual Encounters? Okay, just so, for those of you listening, um, wow. Nate... Steve's brother works with us on the podcast, and he just said that his buddy met his wife on the Craigslist. Are we talking about your ad. your friend who looks like a clockmaker? <laughs> That's a yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I it. I technically I technically He's met Steve through Craigslist. Technically. What are you talking about? Because I answered <laughs> the audition ad for Totally Sketch on oh, Craigslist. True, true. And then I met Steve through true, Totally Sketch. True. It was so a, yeah. technically, like. Craigslist helps set us up. Oh, please. Yeah, All right, fine. That's crazy. Okay, so <laughs> typically you would go on Tinder, mm-hmm. swipe, 
right? Is mm-hmm. it okay? Right for the right? <laughs> well, oh I don't God. know which one's bad. The bad know? one. I don't know the bad okay. one or the good one. You never heard the swipe left? Swipe That's all left? bad. Yeah, but, but I don't know. I can't ever remember what which one's which. I see. So right is yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. So right's the right one. I mean, you're like, yeah, yeah. this yeah, sure, one's sure. the right one from Mr. Right. Okay. Yeah, but then sense. she's saying that the whole platform's bad. I know. We're getting there. Okay. I just want to know the process. <laughs> okay, yeah, so okay. you swipe right, and then you make a match if they also swipe right on you, and then you can talk to them. Okay. Yeah. And then it, when you met somebody, you can talk to them, and then you uh, you kind of, like, feel them out. Yeah. And kind of like as if they were in real life. <laughs> you were feeling them out. Um, like when you're getting to know somebody as a friend. <laughs> this is like we're at the zoo, man. It's like we're at the zoo looking inside and like, what do you, I really what do you think do it's feel doing? Like that. What do you think it's up to? Well, see, that's why I don't feel like we could do this topic alone because sure. both of us are such like unexperienced daters. Yes, true. Very true. I've gone on like a handful of dates because I wanted to at least have that experience before getting into my next serious relationship, mm-hmm. but I'm like a serial monogamist. Yeah, me so. too. Same. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So these dates, though, a typical one, you'd meet up for drinks. Yes. And then immediately you know whether you're interested or not. That's how it was for me. I'd be like, yeah. this guy sucks. Or this guy's like, okay, maybe I can. Well, normally like the first 30 minutes would be okay. And then they would do something like mm-hmm. awful. And I'd, I'd like learn something and be like, oh, that's that's great. Um, one guy uh, drank too much, just way too much. Like right it off was the supposed bat. to be like a drink, and he like had five or six. And by the end of it, he's like, you know, you, you know what? I think I feel I feel like you're a pretty cool chick. I feel like I could just tell you anything. And then he just started like word vomiting, like oh, a bunch of really not great things. Like you know, sometimes I make money by hooking up with dudes, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well then, you, that's uh, lovely. A prostitute. Yeah, okay. I went on a date with a male prostitute. Wow, good for yeah. you. Congrats. Mm-hmm. That did not get a second Was that date. the worst date? <laughs> no. <laughs> what was the worst date? At least he was nice. He just got drunk and, and said too much and was weird. But but there have been guys that have been, like, mad at me for not wanting to drink more or not wanting to hang out later. And how does that Those go? Those are fun guys. What the yeah. Hell? Like, I got you a drink. You don't want to keep hanging out? I'm like, huh. Okay, now I'm really going home. Wow. Right. Yeah. How, do they, how do they think that's a good move? Ew. Like, I don't hey, maybe know. I can bring her back by getting confrontational. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But my, like, whenever things like this happen, I'm always like, this must have been successful for them at some point for them to keep doing this. Because these guys were like my age or a little older. And I'm like, OK, if you're like a 33 year old dude, this one guy, haven't haven't you had enough life experience to know that this is a really bad move? But I'm guessing he's done it before and it's like worked like a girl be like, oh, I'm so sorry. And well, like, she go probably home only does it out of guilt. If yeah, because I yeah. can't imagine that would ever make someone feel good. I feel like I know friends who have fallen for similar things. Really? Like, yeah. So it's got to be successful at some there's point. There's something out, someone out there for everyone then. Ugh. So it's like standoffy guy and that kind of works maybe like um, in a mysterious way or some shit. Maybe they like someone that tells them what to do. Uh, maybe. Mm. I have no idea. Got it. Mm. Didn't work out for me though. Mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> so yeah, there have been a lot of really, really creepy, bad experiences. Do you have a worst one? That stands out in your head and your mind. What's the worst one that you could go back in time and be like, Jacqueline, don't. My ex? Okay. (laughs) Okay, that's a good one. The one I actually ended up dating for a year, that was really bad. It's always those. Yeah. The ones that you actually pick. Yeah. Do we know this person? I mean, yeah, it was my last like big public fallout. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Classic, classic. The bird guy. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Wait, the bird guy. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to say his name. Am I out of my mind? 
I'm, Arise with Shmoby Burner. No. Oh, my bad. Before. Oh, you know. But oh, that was bad, too. Yeah. I thought, okay. My <laughs> oh, bad. the bird guy was after The bird guy. Oh, Mike, the bird guy. I remember him now. Oh, I was thinking like more like uh, Dark Indian. But yeah, 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 the bird guy. No, he used to dress in like a really huge headdress and stuff. It was very interesting. I remember this guy. <laughs> See, yeah. Imagine telling your parents you're dating someone like that. And they're just like, oh, honey. <laughs> You're like a Sweetheart. rebellious teenage daughter. Oh, well, I wasn't trying to be. I was like, yeah. he seems nice sometimes. Was he bir- a bird when on the date? <laughs> <laughs> was he birding the whole thing? Yeah, the birdman whole on the date? No. Okay, so he was good. just regular just on the date. Sometime. Well. Whatever. When did you find. Did you always know he was a. <laughs> <laughs> when was the first time you saw him without the bird head on? <laughs> no, the- <laughs> This is what I'm talking about. It's like really in hindsight. It's like what in the hell? Sure. Um, I'm trying to take it seriously. Well, he was a nice enough fella. I remember. I met yeah, yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah, no, he was a but nice guy. like I remember meeting him normal oh, after the bird one, and I didn't know it was the same guy. I did um, that too. Yeah. Same yeah, shit. Yeah. So that that's why I was curious. Like, did you know of him on YouTube before no. going on? A, okay, so no, we were both signed with full screen. Okay. And he was in L.A. He didn't live in L.A., but he was there for like a week trying to look for people to collaborate with. And uh, I was with full screen and they're like, hey, Jacqueline lives here. You guys should collab. And that's kind of how I met him. I had no idea who he was. Oh, so, OK. Yeah. And in the collab, he was normal. No, he well, he came over to my apartment. It was like me and my friend were there. And he looked normal, and he's like, okay, I'm going to, like, put on my outfit. And I was like, what? <laughs> um, so, yeah, he went and, and changed into that and came out, and I was like, oh, okay. So, oh, okay. oh, boy. Walk us through the red flags that you skipped over that you were like, this is a good idea. Okay, we yeah. should See, go this forward. Is, this is the kind of thing I should have been paying attention to. Like, he admitted to having cheated on a past girlfriend. Okay. Red so flag one. I should mm-hmm. not have gone with forward with that because the same thing happened to me but I was like no this is different I'm special which is really stupid um and uh let's see he was really rude to like waiters oh I hate that that shit yeah that's That's like a really big one yeah that's a huge one um had a really weird relationship with his family like where he would talk negatively about them all the time Mm. Um, like his immediate family mm -hmm. yeah so there were a lot of things a lot of things do you think that the waiters uh had some things to say about his bird head thing like no, back like that. We never like to repost. <laughs> no, they never. Well, that was never like a, a thing that he'd wear to like go. To oh, I see. Food. Okay, my bad. No, it was just like being just really rude. Like I see. Like sometimes, like he, like if, for example, like if I was paying that night, um, and he like got irritated about some like little thing, he'd be like, "Don't tip," and I'd Ugh. be like, "No, I, I'm gonna tip her. It's not her fault that the chef was slow, kind of thing." And he's like, "Oh," and then he'd get mad at me. If oh, I man. ended up tipping, which I would. Would I, you go into it having agreed, like, I'm paying this this time and you're paying next time? Thing? Not really. It's just kind of I, – I've always been that way where I, like, have to pay for half of everything because I feel, like, uncomfortable yeah. relying on anyone. I wanted to ask about that, too, yeah. with the more casual dates. Did you ever mm-hmm. feel, like, um, obligated or they were trying to make you feel obligated if they paid for something? Um, I feel like a lot of the times, like, on first dates, guys just, like, they insist on paying. Which mm-hmm. is fine. Like, if, if it's a nice thing, like, I'll let that happen. Um, but, like, that one guy, for example, felt entitled mm. to more because he bought, like, $10 worth of a drink for me. And I was like, so that's mm. not how that that's works. Right. Um, yeah, that's 10 whole dollars. Let's, let's do it right now sure. on the table. <laughs> sure. um, yeah, so they're, they're, you know, first dates are normally the guy just wants to pay. Huh. But 
don't know. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I feel like um, the few times that I was dating, it was – it's funny because it's like I I feel like I wanted – just wanted sex. And then when I <laughs> – Yeah, she's then, the best. Yeah. <laughs> but then when I really cared about someone, like when I really like wanted it to be serious, like this guy, mm-hmm. I, I made them wait. It's interesting how that works. Huh? I hear because that I'm all like, the time. Yeah. yeah, like if a girl really cares about a guy, she'll wait. Longer. Yeah, because it's like if he's not, it's like he's not in it for the sex. Then, mm-hmm. like the other person would be in it for the sex mm-hmm. if I just, or I wouldn't know if I gave it up on the first date. Right. Uh, yeah. But if you continue to date me without that being there, mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, we have a real connection first, and it's real, and I wanted to like make sure it was real. Yeah. But it what was funny or not funny, but just interesting. I thought I guess because I had never dated before, is that I'd always heard and seen on movies or whatever that guys just want sex, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so me telling them like I just want sex, I don't want any relationship, I don't want anything else. I thought would be like really cool for them, mm-hmm. and they'd always be like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they would be the ones that wanted a relationship after or, like, wanted to continue yeah, like, a relationship. Yeah, so, like, we're, we're dating now, right? Yeah. And you're like, no. But all the times that I really wanted a relationship with somebody <laughs> and that, like, I was like, oh, this means so much and I like you and all this stuff, it that they didn't want that. I just thought that was hmm. – that's, like, an interesting thing. Yeah. So People then, want what they can't have kind of thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So then that's, I think, when – when I was really younger, like 19, before going out and drinking was involved, just like, you know, you're very young and you haven't had sex with very many people. So like, it's very special still. And like, you have sex and you're like, oh, we're dating now. Mm -hmm. And then the person's like, oh, no, we're not. And I'm like, how are we not? That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And so I think after enough of those, I was like, okay, that was my, I'm gonna learn from that. And so I would save it for, if I actually liked somebody. That makes sense. Save it, yeah. Um, do you would do you have a rule or like that on your for, on your like first dates? Um, it normally takes me a while to want to. Yeah. Um, I. It's so oh, you weird. You even want to? No. Um, to date. No, to, to like, sex. To like have oh, to, sex. Oh, to sex. I yeah, see. It's hard for me. Like, it's so weird because like if I'm in a relationship and I have feelings for someone, like I want all of the time, multiple times a day, every day. I'm like always ready to go. But if I don't, like, have an emotional connection, it's hard for me to feel attracted mm. as much to somebody. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I it's totally get that. That's, a, I, that's exactly how I am. Yeah. That's how I am. But I guess it's a different kind of sex, though. Like, um, yeah, so that's true. if it goes longer than six weeks, I'm just, I just need to have sex. Like, it's mm-hmm. just like, I get really horny, I guess. <laughs> and like, then I'm like, oh, no, I'm putting myself in a dangerous situation because I'm going to either hook up with my ex or I'm going to hook up with like somebody Yes, yeah, I've done that before, which so, is bad. Okay, so, yeah. so then I start like going on dates with just guys that I'm comfortable with, that I'm like friends with or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of sad because then it's like, oh, like I have to see them again or like we're not going to be friends anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like I feel like that's what, that's what happens. Yeah, if I'm sure. deprived too long, I don't need an emotional connection. It just is just I think that's just human sex. Yeah. yeah. But if I'm like looking for romance, yeah, yeah. they're definitely has to be that there first before sex that's why i save it i think yeah that's i mean a lot of people say that you know girls are they're quicker if they don't care yeah i mean there's definitely guys that i'm like ew i would never i can't even imagine you naked like i wouldn't (laughs) pass immediately yeah um but yeah yeah i just i guess the guys there's like a 
if there's a chemistry there, mm-hmm. I can separate it from emotions. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's sick. You Seriously. got it all figured out, don't you? Yeah, but too bad I got married. Yeah, Jesus. Don't get married <laughs> if you're going to do that, though. No, sex is way better when you fall in love with somebody. For sure. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I'm 100% for marriage if you find somebody that you can have sex with over and over and over again and never gets boring. Yay. You should go on a t-shirt. It's a really great <laughs> Marry slogan. someone that you can have sex with over and over and over again and Those not get bored. Those are my words of yeah. wisdom. I think that's great. <laughs> because the shit they don't tell you, back in the day, they tell you to wait till marriage. Why do they still say oh, that for people? Like, they still say that to people. Yeah. I, like it's religious reasons. I think yeah, it's almost like the it dare program where it's like, oh, it's if you have sex before marriage, it's going to really get you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, was so scared. And I just think that, yeah. I just think that it shouldn't have been so... Um, there's so, so much weight to it yeah. Mm-hmm. because then it would have saved a lot of like, I, th- I think I still would well, have waited and stuff, but I, I don't think there would have been yeah. as much like making um, it a, crazy, an event. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like crazy attachment to people. Did you grow up with like a lot of like shame, like as a woman, like if you have sex, it's like bad, yeah, bad for you. Kind like, of. You're yeah. Gross. Yeah, I grew up Catholic. Me too. So Thanks. I got a lot of that like guilt yeah. thrown at me growing up. So I thought that if like, oh, if I have sex with somebody, like I'm like, like somehow like dirty or, you know, like yeah. I need to like b- get married for it to be ethical. So I did. That real, oh, you yeah. got married? I did. Oh, wow. Whoa. I was very young. I got engaged and I was like, I'm getting married when I was like 20. Um, and that didn't work out. Wow. <laughs> so, but that was How part of the reason. Married? Yeah, that what that is a reason why people yeah. get married so young. Yeah. Um, I was with him for a total of seven years. Oh wow. Yeah. Like married for seven years. No, oh, just with. together. I see. I see. Um, it, that ended up falling apart relatively quickly because of really shitty reasons. Um, but yeah, I wish I could have gone back. People didn't tell me. Yeah. Why didn't anybody tell me that was stupid? When you're when you're that young, you really shouldn't. I feel like. Get married. Because you don't know yourself. Yeah. Yet. Like, you think you do. Whenever you're, like, 19, yeah. 20, 21, yeah. you're like, I am myself. I'm mm-hmm. an adult. I know everything. I know what's best for myself. You don't. You go, so like, true. I'm so different now than even I was, like, a few years ago. Yeah. So to make that big of a choice that young, it's like, you're not, it's so Well, you stupid. haven't experienced the falling out of love yet when you're mm-hmm. that young. Yeah. You've only experienced the, the falling in love part. So mm-hmm. you think, oh, this is going to last forever. Mm-hmm. I really thought that I was going to marry my high school boyfriend the person that I lost my virginity to. Mm-hmm. And that was how I convinced myself was like, well, we're going to get married anyway, mm-hmm. eventually. And then I didn't realize like you can fall out of love with somebody. Mm-hmm. And it was for, it was because it wasn't really like real love to begin with mm-hmm. probably. But it well, was, what if you get married young? Okay. And then you're like, well, maybe this relationship isn't working out. So we'll have a baby. Then that'll probably fix it. <laughs> Right, that maybe yeah, fixes yeah. it for a lot of people. Right? That's really bad advice, people. I think that's. No I think that, that people should think about that. Yeah, that fixes it. I heard. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's get a house. Let's get a dog. Let's get a, have a baby. Yeah, yeah I noticed yeah. that people kind of uh, psychologically move yeah. to the next step as uh-huh. a way to refresh things. Mm-hmm. It's such a strange thing. Yeah, but, and going back to the shame part, it was interesting because it was like finding out that Santa's not real mm-hmm. because my parents don't actually feel that way. That was just something that they were telling me yeah. because. That's what they were told. Like the dare and, program, yeah. dude, and it's like you, man. it's like once you figure it out, like oh, people actually have sex before marriage, then you're allowed to know about it. <laughs> yeah. But like if you don't yeah. figure it out yet, then you, we're still gonna tell you. Yeah. That's what people do. Yeah. And it's so funny because I just I was going so crazy when I did decide to have sex 
trying to hide it from my parents. And then I ended up being on this birth control that was like way too many hormones for my body and I wanted to die and like all this stuff. But at least it was working. Yep, that's true. And uh, that's good. And then I told my mom, and I was like scared she was gonna kill me. And she's like, "Oh, let's get you on some better birth control." And I was like, "Whoa, whoa what?" <laughs> and it was just all of it was just all of it like a thing they just have to say. And I was so shocked. Yeah, my mom was really cool about it too. She's like, "All right, I'm putting you in the pill." Yeah, yeah. You're like, wait, what? Yeah, he told that's dope. Me, yeah, he told me that you absolutely have to wait till marriage. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's crazy. Now you know. So <laughs> I, I also think that um, it takes a lot longer to figure out or be okay with what you are actually interested in mm-hmm. in bed when you're raised with thinking everything's shameful. Mm-hmm. Because oh yeah, so like asking about something kind of weirder is like whoa, I shouldn't even ask. About yeah, that. yeah. It took me a long time to like, you know, admit to what I really am into, and I think that's just that's just too bad. You know, that's yeah. a lot of years of bad sex. <laughs> to True. like to wait we got off the topic of dating a little bit but yeah um, kind of yeah a little bit but it took me a long time to admit i'm yeah. like hey nikki will you play with my blood it took me a long time to get to build the courage totally. i'm so happy for you guys thank you very much yeah to get that <laughs> we stick, he sticks everything she's happier like, than i am we stick light bulbs right, water thank bottles, you can i have that after <laughs> all kinds of things nice it's really great it's yeah. really awesome who for knew me. that the, my <laughs> thing would fit his thing oh it's great <laughs> perfect <laughs> you think it's funny because you don't think anyone's actually into that. No, I think it's I don't think it's funny at all. <laughs> People go to the hospital all the time because they do. I love bulbs, that shit. Dude, you like trying to put birdhouses up their ass and shit. I fucking love it. I actually have a we have a friend who's a nurse and she was telling us about yeah, shit. She's telling like us like like almost every week there's like There's some guy who was fucking up there. I saw that one time. I <laughs> Yeah, I was. Uh, I worked at a hospital for a long time, and a guy came in. It was like a little bullet vibrator, but he put it in his butt, and it, like it went up, and it got into oh, the transverse colon. Buddy, yeah, it went like way too high. It was still vibrating. It had died whenever he came in, but it was <laughs> oh in there. God. Yeah, it was. He's like, thank torturous. God he didn't get the energizer one. <laughs> it was in Thanks, there. Torturous. Yeah, it would been great if it was still going. <laughs> it would been great. <laughs> okay, what was the best date you ever went on, and like what made that a good date? Hmm. Well, God, uh, I would say the best date I ever went on was a couple weeks ago. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. A new one. Yeah, a new one. That's Unless good. it ended already. Sh- no, oh, no, shit. Oh, it's, shit. It's, okay. it's good. It's really good. Okay, okay. good. Um, yeah, a couple weeks ago, we actually went to Big Bear and got a cabin and stayed there for a couple of days. On a first date? On a first? It wasn't a first date. Okay. Oh, I see. It was I just see. the best date. date I see. You see. didn't I say see. first date. That's okay, true. My bad, my true, bad. true, true, true. Yeah. Corrected. So you yeah. went to Big Bear? Yeah, I went to Big Bear for a couple of days, like walked around the woods, uh, went to the lake. It was really fun. That's awesome. That's Congrats. Sounds like a freaking screensaver, dude. It's like all the different images are coming up on my own. Yeah, screen. yeah. It is my phone see. screensaver right now. Is it? That's it. Of you too. Yeah. And yeah. the Tinder. Uh, uh, the. Oh my god! Tumblr. Actually, okay. So it's so funny. We actually did meet on Tinder. <gasps> you did. But I knew him from elsewhere. Okay. So what was his first date with you? Like, what wowed you okay. about him? It's actually a really funny story. So I've known him for like six years. And oh, and you we, saw him on Tinder. I too. saw him on Tinder, and every time I see a friend or somebody I know, I always say, swipe right. And I'm like, haha, yeah. you're you're like, yeah, yeah, are yeah. going gotcha. on here too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Lol. Um, <laughs> and we were so, doing that okay, Cupid. Yeah, I kind of I kind of did that like, haha, we're both on here, we both suck. Right. Um, and he's like, oh my god, yeah, that's funny. We should like catch up sometime, like totally platonically. Mm-hmm. Let's just like have a drink and hang. So I did, and and then we like hung out again and again and again, and then yeah. 
Now so you're like, like your thanks. guard was kind of down a yeah, little bit more. Because it was just like because it's casual. Good to see you. It's yeah. been a while. Yeah. 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 That's cool. So that's kind of how we were too, because yeah. we had known each other for True. so long mm-hmm. that it, at the first date that we went on, I wasn't actually sure if it was a date, and I kept asking Same. everybody. I was like, I was Is this doing a that date? too. <laughs> I was texting all my friends like, does he even like? I can't tell. Is yeah. he flirting? Like. Uh, and yeah, they were all like, yeah, he is. I'm like, I don't think so. What yeah, was he doing? Same. Just like sending you pictures like, hey, this is what I'm doing today. Or like, you know, just like constant oh, yeah, conversation. Totally or like, oh, yeah. or like, hey, let's get sushi one night. And oh, yeah, like, guys and don't he text that much pay. And I tried to pay and he wouldn't let me. I'm like, what you is that? You guys got sushi too? Yeah. We got sushi. <gasps> and he was the first person. Well, I guess other people paid on the first dates, but usually I split everything too. I did. I tried and he was like, yeah. My man, I like this guy. That's yeah. what's yeah, up. Yeah. I believe that guys should always pay. I don't care. Call me sex is whatever. I don't care. <laughs> guys always pay the freaking bill. I don't he give a damn. See, in in my head, it's not that they should always pay. It's that I I can already pay for my own food. Like mm-hmm. I th- have that covered. Not I'm not expecting. That. It's like you pay. can open your own door too, but it's exactly. about That's respect. That's what I'm saying. Is That's that, my thing. Yeah. And doors are fucking dirty. <laughs> I had my friend Alicia one time. She, I was opening a door for her, and she's like, "I can open my own door." And I was like, "Doors are fucking dirty." And she's like, "Oh yeah, this door is really dirty." <laughs> I was like, yeah, just let me open it. Who gives a shit? I'm not like, I shouldn't be man of the year because I opened a friggin' door. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's more the principle. It's more that like, this, this gesture. Yeah. Yeah. And That's also it. that um, uh, my dad would always pay for my mom. So I feel like that was a, that's yeah. like a thing that I always like grew up with. Yeah. And so not having that ever and then having someone do that, I was like, whoa, that really stands out. Yeah. Anyway, we are at the midway point. We are going to cut to a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Okay, so we think most clearly when we eat nourishing, healthy, balanced meals. Would you say, Steve? I can confirm that. Yeah, but doing that every day can feel like a real chore. I hate chores. Like doing the doing laundry or doing the dishes. Yeah, like those chores. Well, Sunbasket offers 18 quick, healthy recipes every week, including paleo, gluten-free, vegan, and calorie-conscious options. For those of you counting all your calories out there. You're boring. You're boring hey, out hey, there. Hey, wait, wait, let's not insult them. Okay, sorry. All delivered to your door with organic produce and clean ingredients, not dirty ones. So you don't have to worry about the details. And eating right is never a chore again. Such as? Putting clothespins on on the laundry and, and drying it. Are you still listing chores? I hate them. Okay, we're done with that part. Okay. okay. All right. So, Sunbasket makes it easy and convenient to cook healthy, delicious meals at home, no matter how much experience you have in the kitchen, including if you're at a Steve level. If you're at Steve, a Steve <laughs> what level, what a burn. Um, I burned you. That was so masked. Anyway, so now you can get more options than ever. Just go to Sunbasket app. Just go to the Sunbasket app and pick from 18 weekly recipes. Easily cooked dishes like Buddha bowls with braised tofu, soba noodles, cashew lime dressing. Or even iced cream. Iced cream? Did you put a D on that? Yeah. Just ice cream. It's just, it's just ice. Well, you could easily cook that dish. You can't cook that. You oh, sorry. Like a freeze, you freeze that. Sorry. There are paleo, gluten-free, lean and clean, vegan, Mediterranean, family options, and more. Sunbasket works with the best farms and suppliers to bring you fresh, organic produce and responsibly raised meats and seafood. Can you just say a word right? (laughs) Jesus. I just went with this. (laughs) I meant to say seafood. 
Thank you. It was all just grouped together. I, I Sorry. All right. Everything is pre-measured and delivered right to your door, okay? So you don't have to get into real clothes. You can stay in your dumb pajamas. You get <laughs> healthy and delicious meals on the table in as little as 15 minutes. And you can receive them in your pajamas judgment-free. Can you stop getting so close to the mic? Well, no. I just wanted to emphasize judgment-free. Just don't peek it. Oh, sorry, like You sorry. don't have to get close. Judgment-free. There is something for everyone, so you can be... Your kind of healthy. And in my case, that's not healthy at all. Hey, you said judgment free. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So go to com slash YOU today to learn more and get $35 off your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash YOU for $35 off. Sunbasket.com slash YOU. That's you. Okay, back to the podcast. Okay, back to the back. We're going back to the podcast. Nope, nope. Going back to the podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, "Thank God I didn't try to do that myself." I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, so you want to get in the dating scene, but you're really not quite sure how. Um, one of the best sites that we recommend um, is Butts, Butts, Butts. If you go there, you can just get right to the chase, okay? This website is about cutting right through all the crap. You don't put in the bio, you don't put, you don't put like, oh, here's where I'm from, Florida, all right? You put where your your genitals are on your body you know what i'm saying and and, and in the in the uh interesting things section you, you don't put that you know you like burlesque or whatever you know or oh, oh you know sometimes i like going to cirque de soleil shows okay yeah, you, cirque de soleil is tight well, it's, pretty, it's really cool actually yeah, there's some great cool. shows Ka was really nice yeah but you put 
what you want them to do to you or what you want to do unto them, sexually speaking, of course. And that's what Butts, Butts, Butts excels at so well. <laughs> it attracts uh, only the, the most interested people and in getting it in and getting it on. And, of course, uh, if you're interested in doing things that don't involve the butt, this is not the site for you. They, <laughs> they really recommend... Uh, people who are just interested in this sort of bud stimulation stuff to uh, please sign up. <laughs> and uh, if you sign up this weekend, uh, you get 25% off if you use the code butts, butts, butts. It's B U T T S, B U T T S, B U T T S. That's a generous offer. That was wow. amazing. That's, yeah. a, that's yeah. a real thing. And we're back. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I love looking at the copy like it's like it's a real thing. So when people like, see me on the at? thing, they they really think I'm reading a thing. So sometimes we have guests on, and they actually think that I'm that it's real. Oh, butts, butts, butts. No, no, not oh, whatever it is. Butts, 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 butts. Usually okay. it's it some kind of topic. ad about the relevant topic or the oh, opposite God. of the topic. And people, wow. I've had like Christine Sadoko really thought mm-hmm. like 100 percent that this ad that I was giving was real, and it was somehow an insult to her or something. Was it? Not an insult to her. An insult to her, like, to her... Um, Intelligence? And, no, no, no. How she felt about the topic that we were having. Oh. It was, like, against the... Um, oh, yeah, because it was about haters, and this app was all about giving yourself more haters. Yeah, giving yourself more haters. Yeah. So it was, like, against her, like, what she believes, mm-hmm. and it was very fun to... Very fun. Okay. She was, like, trying to Google it. it very yes, fun. it's very fun. All right. Ready for some questions yes. that were submitted? So a lot of people have questions about dating. Okay, great. Because it's a freaking maze to navigate. Mm-hmm. And we have some that were submitted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So here we go. We're going to try to answer them the best we can. Hello, Steve Dickey. Throughout my entire life, I've been to myself. So social settings aren't really my I've been thing. been to myself? No, I've been to myself. Oh, like, to myself. You know, probably okay. with his cats at home. I see. As we do. with cats. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Tell me about it. We have lots of We need of more. I'm also super oblivious. When I was in college, girls would attempt to talk to me and I would not realize it until three hours later. I'm 25 and I'm just now trying approaching girls. I start strong, but somehow I always end up siding my foot up for a permanent lease in my mouth. Once I told a girl all the possible ways a a guy could get a UTI because she mentioned her younger brother had trouble peeing. I'll spit some scientific facts that's super inappropriate for a dinner setting. And also, I'm too in my own head. The putting my foot in my mouth is a result of me trying to act natural and just talk. But if I hope I'm trying too hard to get a girl to like me. But if I hope I'm trying too hard to get... Okay. He thinks he's trying too hard to get a girl to like him. So please help me. I actually want to get married one day. I would try listening more than talking. That's Mm -hmm. what I I think. Mm -hmm. Filling space with words is not helpful. Yeah. Then it feels more like a lecture than like a potential relationship. Mm -hmm. I also don't... I think that... This happens for a lot of guys, um, and I think it's a, probably a biological thing, but sometimes girls are talking and they just want to have a conversation, and the guy will try to fix everything. Mm. Yes. And it's like, no, I don't really need it to be fixed. Yes. Just be like, oh, that sucks. Kind of talk yes. it. Yeah, yeah, I just want some empathy or some yeah. like. But don't just throw, throw it away either. I've noticed, I know that now. Well, if she's now like, that I'm a married man, I know that. Don't just say, like, oh, that sucks. You have to be like, oh, that sucks. Tell what me, feel- how else does that make you feel? Yeah, yeah right, yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Be more therapist than a plumber. And she's like, that was man. your auto response. It is. Sometimes he's like, yo, that's my, I said, oh, that sucks. That's so exactly He's not even looking at me. Like, he'll be all on the computer and I'll be like, oh, 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 oh this happened. And he'll be like, oh, it sucks. Like, uh, that's but I not. I was genuinely reacting. No. Oh, absolutely. <sighs> you genuinely didn't want to listen, so you gave me an auto response. <laughs> there are times. Yes. Where maybe I have felt an inkling of such a feeling, yeah. but not in m- most cases, as you know. Okay. Uh, would you say that I'm a fairly supportive person? I would say you are now. 
Well, thank you very much. Yes, he has evolved quite a bit. Thank you. Training him. Oh, please. I've trained him so I could keep him this time. <laughs> all other boyfriends, I train them, and then some other person gets to have them. It's oh, like, there you oh, go. I did all that work for nothing. There you mm-hmm. go. But, um, but yeah, I think that he's very empathetic now. But you do have the, you used to do the thing where you would like lecture me oh, on sure, how yeah. to fix something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but I, that, I, I, I fixed that quick. I yeah, fixed like that. Yeah, like with like a year. Yeah. Yeah. Like a year. Yeah. But yeah, I think um, a lot of what he used to do was I'd be like, oh man, I'm trying this diet. It's not working. It sucks. It's really frustrating because I don't know what else to do. I feel like I'm putting all this work into it and nothing's happening. And then he'd be like, well, what you need to do is cut out blah, blah, blah. And and he would go into like all these things that I need to well, be I doing. Well, I would go to WebMD and I would, you know. But I would already be sad that I was doing all this, all this stuff and it wasn't working. True. And he'd be like, you no, need to just do up. more. I know the game now, baby. Yeah. I know. So now it's just like, oh, man, you don't yeah. look. You're fine. You look good. I don't care. I love you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't look good. And then he'll be like, yes, you do. And I'm like, okay, thanks. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. now it's fine. It's a pattern. Aww. Yeah. So this guy, um, I don't know if he wants me to say his name, so I won't say his mm-hmm. name. But he um, he is has that, I think, that problem, mm-hmm. but a little bit more into detail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think he's focusing too much on getting a girl to like him and not enough on just having fun with a person. Yeah. Like, don't, like, approach a girl like, I must acquire this thing. Just be like, this is a human that I'm going to interact with and have, like, a laid-back conversation. Because it's like kind of like what I said earlier. When you try too hard or when you're focusing too much, I just want a relationship, it doesn't normally happen. Mm-hmm. It's whenever you kind of, like, screw it, I'm done, and you sit back and kind of relax that, oh, you meet somebody kind of cool. because those are your honest moments, I yeah. think. It's like when you are when you have the trying too hard thing up, it's like, what do they want me to say? What, mm-hmm. do, you, what do you want me to do? What would make you like me? And mm-hmm. when you're just like, fuck yeah. it, you're just, you just say things that are so genuine mm-hmm. and more authentic, and then, then that's actually be, more attractive. I think yeah. one thing that people don't do enough of is just be present in the moment where you're like, you're just here and you're present with somebody, and you're not thinking about what you just said two mm-hmm. seconds ago or what you're about to say. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just... With them, you're looking in their eye and you're listening to them and you're interested in what they're saying and not in what you're about to say next, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people do. Oh, yeah. Especially nervous people. It's like, oh, God, what am I going to say next? Okay, well, she's mm-hmm. talking right now. What can I say next to get her even more on oh, the Oh, I hook? hate that. Yeah, exactly. Because I can really tell people aren't listening to what I'm saying. Yeah, and I think that he has the best intentions. I think that he yeah. just doesn't know that it dampens the mood and the vibe of everything to do that. Yeah, especially if you're coming across like you're lecturing. I just hate when people lecture me, mm-hmm. so I just start fuming when you're lecturing yes, you me. <laughs> so I just my blood just starts boiling, and I'm like, I didn't. Fucking it's always this. fun uh, being somewhere with Nikki where she's getting lectured by somebody, yeah. and I get to watch it because <laughs> it's oh, not you no. on the. Hook. I really enjoy that. Yeah, <laughs> and I just watch her stew and stew and stew, and then when they leave, she's like, I "Can't fucking believe they took me." Like that. <laughs> it's just so annoying, and I can't get out of it. And it's very fun. Yeah, it's great. I recommend great. it. Okay, so, you know, listen more. Be present, listen more. And I think that you will have more honest moments and girls will like you for you. Mm-hmm. And don't stress it so much, man. You sound like you're nervous or something. Well, about he sounds like he's maybe like an at. engineer type personality where you're trying to solve a puzzle. Yeah. And it's like, the you. I know if I just solve this missing piece, I can figure out how to get a girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's really just not a puzzle. It's more of just a... Like feeling and feeling the vibes and going with the flow, like going Mm -hmm. with the, and that's hard for people with that sort of mindset. Right. Yeah. Also try to be confident and focus on what you're doing and just like, I don't know, I I found that people 
like my personal experience is whenever I'm trying so hard to impress someone, it rarely works. Mm -hmm. But if I'm focusing on myself and doing my own thing and like working on something that I'm passionate about, somebody might see that and find that attractive. Yeah. That's so it's, so true. it's always when you're not focusing on what you want that things kind of when you like you come you have an idea of what you want and then you kind of let it go you mm -hmm. like let go of outcome from mm -hmm. it and work over here in your little area mm -hmm. yeah totally yeah. I feel the same way okay how about this one what are the best tips and tricks to maintain a long distance relationship and how do you deal with the other person having a demanding job with long hours and no days off while being long distance oh you're not gonna Dang. like my answer on this one bro. me neither oh you're not gonna like it yeah, yeah. but I'm gonna tell you anyway that person's not ready for a relationship. That's right. There's no, look, there is no long distance relationship, bro. Yeah. Okay. You know a friend and they're married now <laughs> and they had a long distance. I don't give a shit about that. I'm talking about in general, right? Mm -hmm. It's like we're, I'm about to enter into, if it's something you have control over, where it's like, I'm about to enter into a long distance thing, dude, good luck to you, man. Like, yeah. hope you win the lottery too. You know it what I mean? It would also be, uh, how long were you together before the long distance part happened? Yes, exactly. Because if it's starting as long distance, then it's nightmare. I don't nightmare think that's going to work bro. out. But if like you've been together for eight years and then like a partner has to work overseas for a year or something, yeah. maybe different. it could work. Yeah, I don't know. I would say if if you want to make that kind of thing work, you'd have to have some kind of plan in the very near future for it to not be long distance anymore. Yes, like it couldn't. You can't maintain that. For no. Long. And especially she's saying that the other person has a demanding job with long hours and no days off while being long distance. <laughs> so they, you're not even talking on the phone. You're not even, uh, you know, Sounds like you already got dumped, yo. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't sound like a relationship. Yeah. A relationship is just sure. that. It's like a, it could be a friendship. It could be a thing with your family. It's, mm -hmm. But it's something that you're actually talking to the person and communicating and, mm -hmm. and having um, conversations. Listen, and some engaging. dudes don't want to actually break up with somebody because they don't have the stones for it so they they go long distance and then they're like oh my god I'm just so friggin swamped at my new thing 24 7 365 it's constantly not you busy. it's me uh huh yeah. drift 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 yeah. until one day you wake up and you're like hey are we even a thing anymore and you're not yeah so and look I'm not saying that's what's happening with you I'm just saying or maybe it's a girl I'm just no, not a dude but I'm just saying that that it is, is oh right so this is a girl and she's talking about her yeah yeah so yeah, that that's not necessarily what's happening to you, but I'm just saying that that is um, has definitely happened before quite a bit. Also, you make time for what's important to you. Yes. If even if someone is really like I've been busy before, but if I love somebody, I still make it a point to give them time. Yep. that's great. That's so true. So true. So it, it, it goes for like anything that you love. Mm -hmm. like, people say, "Oh, I don't have time to work on my passion project." Yeah. Like, well, yeah, are you really that passionate about it then? Yeah. And so in a relationship, if you really wanted to be in a relationship and you met someone that really like mm -hmm. makes your heart flutter, you would definitely make time for it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. dude, what is, I mean, what like, exactly I don't think is I have time for making a murderer, but then like somehow I make time for it because I'll put aside everything to watch making a murderer. Hell yeah. I'm, but what to me, what is a relationship, right? The long distance part, like removes so much from a relationship that it's mm -hmm. not to me a relationship. Yeah. I don't know. It's like. It's like having a relationship with an imaginary person. Yeah, that's that's really all it is. Like if they're, yeah, they're not talking to you, or they're not, and they're not touching you, and they're not. Yeah. And but they're skyping with you sometimes, like maybe once or twice. A she month. says that he has no time, yeah. no days off. That's pretty nuts, bro. Long hours. Also, so, yeah. like you don't want to ever be in a thing where you're the only one putting time or effort into it. Yeah, that feels terrible. If, yeah, because it sounds like there. she's the one that's like up here with it and he doesn't really care and like you have to have a balance or it won't work mm -hmm. yeah. 
And also, I think sometimes people want to, people are attracted to you when you put your foot down and you like respect yourself yeah. enough to be like, this is too much for me. I am mm. not going to do this. I'm out. Exactly. Because I remember I was in that a relationship like that where I was bending over backwards for this person's schedule. I would drive across town to go see them on their lunch break at school. And then I would drive all the way back across town to go to my work. And then after my shift, yeah. I would go all the way back across town to go to their house. Jesus. And then, yeah, it was always me going to them and like making time around their schedule. And they were never available when I was free. Well, yeah, because you're coming to them like a dog, man. Yeah, like, exactly. But I, I learned because yeah. I was like, oh, they, I thought they loved me just as much as I loved them, you know, and they made me feel so good. And then it was like, wow, if they really did love me that much, like, why am I doing everything and they're not doing anything? Mm -hmm. And then when I put my foot down and actually broke up with them is when they like completely 180. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. For like three months, I was like, no, it's not just not going to work. And I think they just weren't expecting yeah. me That's to just great. put my foot down. And I think it's it's attractive when people value themselves enough to value their own time and like tell you that. Yep. Right. So. Good luck to you with your with the long distance. I mean, I hope it works out, but <laughs> I really don't. I really none of us. No, seem the to good luck. Yeah, I, I, I didn't mean to laugh. I was just just Nikki's good luck to you after that dichot after you basically <laughs> tore your entire yeah. relationship apart was really nuts. Well, I'm more saying good luck to you ending it. Like good luck to you putting your foot down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. hopefully. I mean, there's nothing bad that can happen from putting your foot down. Right. Either exactly. you either you end something that wasn't going to work out, or you, you set make that person. Respect you more enough to put more time into it. It's so true. Either so. way, you're getting what you want and not settling yeah. for less. Okay. Last question um, that we have. Actually, no, not last question. Sorry. Excuse me. There's one more after this. But um, okay. So this one is uh, I discovered your podcast a couple weeks ago. Listened to every episode in the first within a few oh, days. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate how raw you both are. Okay. There's one thing I've really struggled with for quite a few years, though, and I've never really found a way to heal slash work through it. Porn. I can't. I just can't find a way to be comfortable enough with myself and my own body to accept my fiance watching porn or masturbating to pictures of other women on Insta and who knows what else. A few times throughout the last six years, I've found him even doing it with pictures of people he or I personally know. It's just oh, weird buddy. to me. Ooh. Yeah, I understand the curiosity and arousal of porn, and my logic mind can completely comprehend it. But no matter what, the emotional part of me cannot handle the feeling of someone else turning him on that much. We have a great sex life, or so I think. You and Steve are so honest and open about your sex life and porn and all things, and I would just like to hear your take on it. I would love to not get sick to my stomach every time I think about it, which is extremely often. It just makes me feel so ridiculously insecure. We've talked about it many times over the years. Sometimes I feel better for a few weeks, but the feeling and the issue always return. Otherwise, though, we have a relationship I'm so incredibly thankful for. I just can't help but wonder if he's not being completely honest with me about his deeper desires. Any advice or experience would be appreciated. This is definitely shit they don't tell you. Yeah, this is you. a good one. Yeah, yeah. It's, this is a really this good one. This is not one. like a black and white answer one. No, it's not. This and isn't like a, yo, he cheating on you, it's time to dump him thing. It's like a, oh, shit, bro. Well, I think that... There's always desires, like biologically, uh, people have desires and stuff, and they always talk about like temptation and blah blah blah. Um, so I think like it's natural for some for your partner to be like attracted to other things. But the porn thing, man, I've been on, I've I've been on her side of the coin before, yeah, where like too. really, sure, where um, yeah, my boyfriend wouldn't stop jerking off to porn but it but it for me it interrupted our sex life so she's saying that they have a good sex life yeah. 
So maybe it's a little different, but I was super pissed that this was also a guy that I had caught him emailing other girls. Mm. So, um, did he, was he cheating on you? He wasn't cheating, but he would like send flirty messages on MySpaces back in that, that time. (laughs) Yeah. And one time he left his MySpace logged in on my computer and I read through the messages and he was like, you know, talking to girls and saying that like, I'm always busy and stuff and all this. Oh, that's the worst when they talk shit about you. Yeah. yeah. That's nuts, man. Yeah. Yeah. So that's this was, like borderline cheating, So that bro. was the, the pre, like we already fought about that, got over it. And then he started masturbating to porn all the time. So I just always felt like, God, I'm just, ne- I'm just not enough for this guy. Like, and I, I, I felt like always that felt, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say I don't care about a guy watching porn. Mm-hmm. I really don't. As long as we're still having a lot of sex. Yes. If I'm getting ignored or I feel like we're not as passionate or there's something lacking there and it's replacing me in some sense, then I would have an issue. But I think regardless, the looking at photos of people that they both know is really... Yeah, that one's the weird like, one. I don't think that's okay at all. Yes. That's, that's really so weird. strange, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, like, that's pretty up that's there. That's the not okay that's one for like, me. That's like, damn, dude. It, yeah. And... and I wonder because it makes it sounds like here that she caught him doing it to people that they know. So that that would be so weird. I can't imagine if I caught you. If how I does caught he you have? Pic- I wonder how he has on Instagram. Things. Yeah, Insta. Oh, he's just scrolling. So like oh, some weird. girls like. You think he's phone in one bikini. hand, jerking in the other? Yeah, or yeah. on a computer. You can pull. I'm just Instagram trying to put myself computer. in the room. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> interesting. So yeah, this is a toughie. Um, because it sounds like she was cool with the. It, well, watching. it sounds like she's trying to be cool with it. Right. Like she gets emotional a little bit about it, which is a natural reaction. I mean, he's looking at a girl that's not you, and yeah, this is hard for me because my wife is an absolute degenerate. Yeah, it's true. Like I watch porn. Yeah, but but only it's usually only if we don't have time to have sex. Like if we're like both busy yeah, yeah, yeah. and like I just need it. Like I was talking about how if it goes too long, I just like need to yeah, of come. course. And a lot of times I don't even need. Porn, like it just I have a very vivid imagination and you got I don't some spank really bank that. materials but sometimes I'm nice. just like I'm bored with my own personal fantasies I want to see something new yeah. yeah and then I just watch it and but I'm not watching the guys I think that's the other thing too sure. is that I'm not like ooh, I'm attracted to that guy it's just like um seeing a girl getting dominated like honestly that's mm-hmm. that's like my biggest turn on and thing and and it's just like I don't you don't even see the guys half the time yeah with him it sounds like he's like pulling up straight Instagram pictures of girls like of his friends dude of his, or, yeah, their, friends. or their friends yeah that's totally that's different like if yeah. I pulled up a picture not even of our friends but just like a dude if it just a dude was on the screen and I was masturbating to that picture yeah, that'd be pretty weird I don't know like that that is weird well am I so my I can relate to this one because my girlfriend when I was in high school was super into Brandon Boyd of Incubus and I was super pissed about it all the time and I was like I can't fucking believe you're only like Brandon Boyd dude this sucks and then she would get who is that he was like the lead singer of Incubus do you remember that oh, oh okay yeah I thought they sucked in earnest I actually thought that they sucked but uh, that's not what pissed me off about it. I was pissed about uh, about her being super into Brandon Boyd. And then um, I just kind of grew up and I realized that celebrity crushes and shit is the stupidest mm-hmm. thing I could ever mm-hmm. like be jealous about. Totally. And I sort of feel the same way about porn personally, but that's just me. Where mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not jealous of porn of porn people or mm-hmm. w- of whatever you're watching it's just that she's having a good time without you yeah she's having true. feelings that she has about you about someone else 
But yeah, yeah, that's the tough part. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's different because yeah. it's not like it's just a crush like it's never totally. yeah it's not like something but that's that like actually... when you're at an insecure age and yeah. and you don't feel loved and so you're you're blaming you're something else right yeah. so i think that this is almost a similar thing to that where it's like it's like there's there's maybe i know that she's saying that her relationship is great as it yeah. is but why is this shadow such a deep one being cast over it that's my only question because if if it really is great then so what mm-hmm. right yeah. but if it there, you know what I'm saying? Except for the people that they know thing. Like, well, that's strange. Yeah. No yeah. doubt. That yeah. part is strange. That part's yeah. really strange. Uh, but that's something where it's like either that's a conversation and then it's like, yo, true, I was being a fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, I can't forgive this. It's too strange. Move on. But if you agree that this was strange but we're staying together, then mm-hmm. I, I have to take that off the table. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like we agreed that that was weird but we moved on. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking that off the table right now. And if this is still an issue to her – um, because maybe she thinks that they moved past it, but they haven't actually moved past it, then I would say that the issue has not been removed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The wound, the bullet is not out of the wound, bro. Yeah, and for me, it was also like um, the context beforehand. So I think if I saw you, if, if I caught you watching porn, yeah. I wouldn't care at all. I know. Like not at all, because we don't have any history of you looking at other women or flirting no. or like any, there's no insecurities that I have. Mm. So I don't care about the porn. Yes. But if with the history of her, him pulling up like people that they knew and with my history with the guy, my ex-boyfriend where he was messaging girls online when I saw him do porn, it just triggered something. It like triggered more of like a, there it's, was other it's things not that just porn. It, exactly. Yeah. It's that, it's that I'm, it's more personal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's more like you don't think that I can fulfill those needs. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think it would just be like really being honest with yourself if it's just porn or if it's that you feel like he's not satisfied by whatever your sex life is. I think that you genuinely deep down, and maybe I got this dead wrong, but I really think that deep down you don't think that he is as into you as uh, – or you think he's got an eye for other elsewhere and that bothers you. And if that bothers you, I don't, I don't know if you can get past it if you've already talked yeah. about it. Or it could be too that like maybe – because she goes, we have a great sex life, or so I think. So maybe it's really satisfying for you in bed, but then like, there's certain things that are being unmet for him in bed, and so instead of telling you or communicating it to you, he's just like fantasizing about it elsewhere. Yeah, right. I would have like a really open conversation with him about it. Yeah, so be like this is how I feel. Is this a problem? What can we do? Maybe try something different together. I don't know. And yeah. then if that still doesn't resolve it, maybe you can't get past it. Yeah, because you have to trust the person, and it doesn't sound like she does. Exactly, and that's the biggest. And thing. you're right; it isn't just black and white. It would ha- it would require a conversation like that. Yeah. To oh yeah, or really several. Understand. But but I really think that because um, she says they've talked about it before. Yeah. I think that they did not resolve anything, yeah. and that's the biggest thing is you got to try to resolve it um, because it, it's not going away. And you probably feel silly for even bringing it up again because you already talked about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if it's still lingering for you, it ain't silly, yo. It's been mm-hmm. especially if it's a sensitive subject or he gets defensive about it or something it could be hard to bring it up but but yeah if she goes i can't help but wonder if he's not being completely honest with me about his deeper desires it, it would yeah like i would wonder the same yeah. i wonder if i would start the conversation off that way like hey i just i'm just still insecure about it and i just need to know like if there's something else tell me about your deepest deepest desires yeah mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? yeah mm-hmm. that's kind of a beautiful thing to say your deepest desire Whew. Uh, do we got another podcast for that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so there's here's a here's a lighter one. Uh, what's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done on a date? That I've done? Oh yeah. My God. That I've done. I don't think I've. I know. I don't think I've done anything Dude, embarrassing no. unless I'm just I'm delusional. The star of this movie. And I've only made uh, yeah. the correct moves. <laughs> I've felt embarrassed before, but it's not necessarily because I did something. Probably because your dude didn't tip. <laughs> I'd be hella embarrassed about Probably that. Probably because he flipped off, the, he spit on the waitress. <laughs> I've like run into an ex on a date, mm. and that's been really uncomfortable. Oh, it's happened fun. actually a few times to me. I don't know why that keeps happening. But yeah, it's it's not cool. That's yeah. not cool. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I've done anything embarrassing yeah, either. Know. Like. Maybe your ex like pulled a big black feather out of his spaghetti and he's like, yo, this is in my fucking meal. And they're like, yo, that came from your headdress, bro. And he's like, no, dude, this, I demand. Where did this come from? I demand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not far from a very real like, scenario that could have happened. Yeah. How long were you together with your ex? Uh, about like a year, a little like. Total was like a year and three months. When things like this would happen, would you just tell yourself like, oh, but his good qualities? Yeah, I would just kind of write it off and be like, he has some weird like perceptions of social cues and doesn't understand this is weird. Maybe I can explain it to him and help him learn that that's weird. Oh, that's You're so like, hey, let me. Yeah. Get, how about another feather for your cap? <laughs> you know, it, you don't be so mean to the waitresses. Cap. Yeah. <laughs> you heard that expression mm. before? Yeah. yeah. Uh, my bad. But that's the thing that I, that I wish someone had told me. That whenever you whenever you start dating somebody, you shouldn't ever date them for who you want them to turn into, but yeah. who they are at that moment. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of what I have been doing my entire life until mm. now. I would get into something and be like, yeah, this, 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 this are bad, but I can fix it. Yep, that's you know? exactly the problem I have. Or, or they'll change for the better because I'm just so great. You're and a that's, fixer. Yeah, uh, and you can't. You or really like fifty percent of the time they were everything I wanted, and mm-hmm. then the other fifty percent they were a total monster. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. it's like, but, but that's awful. Like, yeah, yeah. But I would settle for the monster because the good one was like maybe he could be that more of the time, and then yeah. eventually the monster part will not just be there. Just go away for yeah. some reason. I don't know why, but that's exactly what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, step maybe, one maybe is if recognizing. You, if you wish, that. huh? If you wish hard enough. Yeah. True. I should go back and try. No, wait, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, okay. Dude, most awkward shit that happened to me on a date uh, is this chick took me to a fucking pyramid scheme. Oh, shit, that happened to me too. Really? Yeah, ha- wait, that really happened to you? Yeah. But I signed I up take it for to a hotel. it. She's like, we took me to this hotel, and I was like, why? What? Wait. And she's you- like, yeah, well, because I want to go to this thing tonight. And she's like, and I really want you to go too. And I was like, okay. And I was like 20 or whatever. Yeah. And so I was I, 20 also. I was probably 21, maybe. But yeah, oh, I wait, take no, her. I was 19. I take her to this hotel ballroom, and there's a projector screen. And up on the screen, it has like really beautiful paradise paradise locations, like on the thing. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm looking around the room, and I see like you know like vegetable trays and all that shit. And I see a bunch of old people. It's either it's either old people or young people. Nobody yeah, yeah, in the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Old people are very young people. Because the middle people are already like we have a job. We yeah, got kids. Like, I, I, I see right the through the shit. shit. Yeah. Fuck off. Uh, and, uh, so then all of a sudden like it hit me like I was like I saw this guy and he he takes to the stage he's got one of these mi- little microphones to his head and he says who lo- who here likes vacations and everyone's hands went up and I was like oh it was like it was like I was in the fucking matrix like oh, no. I just had this moment with myself where I was like oh my god it's a fucking pyramid scheme and then the whole thing began and I was just stuck there wait so so what did what happened after that date so she wanted to stay because they have like a, a an intermission. Yeah. 
and I wasn't going to strand her there. So she wanted to stay, and I was outside with her, and they were like showing us this brand new fucking Lexus, some hybrid or whatever Lexus thing, and it was like it was like oh look at this, I just got this last week because because I was just kicking ass in this program or whatever, and I was like this is a rental, bro, and he's like what this is a rental, dude, and I was like dude this is absolutely a rental, I was like dude I could see the where the paper was in the window, this is a rental, uh-huh. and then some of the older people are like is this a rental, and then the it's like is this a rental, is this a rental, is this a rental, <laughs> and then and then she's like we we gotta go, we gotta go, like I was embarrassing her, and then I that's how I got her to leave, and so then I took her home, I never talked to her again. So that oh you're God. her most embarrassing date. Oh no, dude, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, mine was. I don't know if it was worse or if it was um, if it was similar, but I okay. So there was this guy, and I knew him from since junior high, and we had reconnected on AIM like a little while later. This I was eighteen, and I was so lonely. Like I didn't really have that many friends. I I didn't have any friends to hang out with, and I just went through a breakup. Um, so I'd been like single for a while. I just felt was really like just lonely. I really wanted to go on a date. I didn't know how. And um, <laughs> and this guy like on AIM asked me out and I was like, oh shit, like he wouldn't be the type I normally go out with, but I'm so fucking lonely. And you knew like, him. Yeah, I knew okay, him. Okay. Yeah, he's actually who got me into Eminem. Oh, but wow. yeah, yeah. So it's like a seminal moment. Yeah, we uh, we were, were partners in tech class uh, in seventh eighth grade, um, and then I didn't see him through high school because we went to different high schools. And then I we reconnected on name. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, he asked me on a date, and I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going on a date. I've never really gone on a date before. I only like <laughs> dated like people that um, that I like knew as friends and hung out with at first. Um, and so the day comes, and I'm like waiting. I'm like waiting. He fucking stands me up on a date. And I was like, bro, you stood me up. And like the next day, I was like, what the fuck? And I was so mad. And he's like, I'll make it up to you. Like, uh, we'll go on a date some other time. Okay. And then and you're he, like, oh, shit, you only get seven chances. Yeah. Though. Yeah. I'm like, fucking whatever. And so then the next week he calls me and he's like, and, you know, people don't call. So mm-hmm. like he calls me and I'm like, hello, you know, hello. And he's like, let's go on a date now. And I'm like, what? And okay, <laughs> sure. And then I get ready and he picks me up and he's like, yeah, it's um, my friend's having a business launch. Like, let's go check it out. And then, you know, we'll go on this date. So this business launch was the pyramid scheme thing, but it wasn't at a ballroom yet. This was like at someone's house. Oh, it was early. And early. Yeah, yeah. Startup. It was, it was, no, no. They had the ballroom meetings once a week but that was step two for them so that after you already sign up then you go to them i see okay so it was like this yeah some guy's house and i was like oh fuck i know this is a pyramid scheme my mom was in amway and i'm like this is just like amway this is just like amway and he's like he's like yeah yeah it's like amway and i was like at the end of it this guy was so convincing i fucking signed up no way i signed up i was like so pumped on it okay so then i so then i ended up doing it for like two years and that's how i met oh that's how you got in that's how i met yeah Yeah, that's how i met my actual boyfriend that i started dating so that guy never took me on a date he never followed through he took me directly home after i signed up for the pyramid scheme how can you not follow through when he's in these things and they tell you to follow through constantly well no he's at it so i ended Jesus. up kicking ass at the pyramid skin scheme thing I see. and he dropped out and and that's where i met my <laughs> my boyfriend that was addicted to porn coincidentally oh very nice. or, or like that had you know the porn thing very nice. yeah yeah, yeah. so okay i came full story. circle yeah um and i will say that the pyramid the pyramid scheme culture or the mlm marketing uh, it wasn't all the way bad like it was 
it was just like interesting to to learn from and watch i thought that it wasn't what i wanted to do all my life like there's some people in there that are like this is what i'm doing forever and this is my vehicle to my dream life and all this stuff i just liked the speakers i thought the speakers were really well you liked the cool. lessons of the work ethic yeah yeah and then they yeah. introduced me to but a not lot what of, they were doing you didn't no like that. no yeah. it just they introduced me to a lot of the books that i currently still read yeah. like um like you know think point. and grow rich yeah. yeah um how to win friends and influence like all the all the classic all the books, stuff. yeah, and that that got me on a train of like really getting into nonfiction and getting into those kind of books. So you know, it wasn't all bad. But hey, how about that? I think nothing in life is bad if you don't get obsessed with it. Well, no, there are things that are bad in life. Yes, I take it back <laughs> immediately. I rescind immediately. <laughs> Don't murder. I feel left out. I never went on a pyramid scheme date. You, you need I to can't go. believe you didn't. We, you got to do it. We should all go. Aww. Before you get serious with this new guy, you got to go on one pyramid yeah. scheme date. Promise us. With him. Well, if, if he's gonna, yeah. if he's down. Well, okay, let's do it. Please. Double date night. Yeah. Thank you. Watch there you, you go. guys go kill it in a pyramid scheme. <laughs> There's like no way totally he would sign up for that shit. That's tight. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. We like to oh. clo- we like to close the show with a final thought. Jacqueline, Glenn, do you have a final thought? Uh, just that this was a lot of a lot of fun, and I'm I, hopefully I don't go on any more shitty dates. I'm hope I'm done. Oh, yeah, hers is more of a wish. Great. That's great. Yeah. That yeah. is a wish. Yeah. And we like wish that. upon a star. You told me to wish. That's the first wish that we've had on the show. I like that. I like that too. That was great. Um, I've I have other. Do you want to end with a wish or a final thought, Nikki? A final. Oh, ooh, I get a wish. Yeah, you do. Oh shit! We have okay. like a crystal ball here. We can like make it. True, happen. true, true. If you, if, you're, if you can't see that, we have a crystal ball in the middle of the table. That's no joke. Mm-hmm. I wish that Steve would um, listen to every single thing I said. Oh my god! Ding, 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 ding. Are you kidding me, dude? Every single. That's so thing. boring. Every single thing. That's the most boring wish I've ever heard. Okay, ding, 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 ding. I wish. What do? I, oh man, what do I wish for? This could be sick. Oh, I wish that we only got around with water slides. But then, how would you go up anywhere? What? How would you go up? What do you mean? If they only go down. What? No, in my wish, the water slides go up. Oh, that's sick. That's, sick, right? <laughs> that's really cool. Isn't that so sick? That's really cool. <laughs> Mark, that's sick, right? What about like in the winter? Oh, but in shit. LA, it's fine, probably. <laughs> oh shit, that's a good point. It could be hot springs. We could work. I think we're it. out of time. Damn. Okay. Oh. Damn. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much, Jacqueline, for being on oh, this week. Where can they find you? Oh my god. Uh, everywhere. My handle is Jacqueline Glenn. J A C L Y N G L E N N. That's good branding. Yeah. There you go. That's yes. really good branding. I wish yeah. we had that. Go check her out, everybody. And also, if you have a topic you want to talk about, podcast at Nikki dot limo. That's podcast at n i k k i dot l i m o. Oh, what if it's the winner? I didn't even think of <laughs> shit. Sorry. Can I have another wish? No. No. End. Why didn't anyone tell me?